away from seeing him on stage, and, and I would say he is religious to the point where, uh, of course, he can't go to church like many other people can every week, but uh, you can see by the way he sings a lot of these spirits. Just thinking about a recent study that I've done on the esoteric side of Elvis Aaron Presley's life. Interesting information discovered basically from most of the interactions and writings of his personal hairdresser and guru, Larry Geller, and his testimonials on the internet. Picked up a copy sample of the book he wrote in 2010 called Leaves of Elvis' Garden, The Song of His Soul. Certainly having encountered Mr. Geller post-April 1964, Elvis revealed an esoteric side, interestingly enough, alerted enough to the fact that this material existence and therefore his persona in front of his fandom and stage presence was fleeting and at best just to make a mark in the material realm which of course he did more than a mark you could say he blew off the side of the mountain rather than posting a flag but just as vast seemingly according to Geller, of his outward stage persona was his inward search and finding of what would be deemed by some as a Gnostic or hidden side. Mr. Presley's library of the esoteric books of old various man-made religious concepts etched and written over the pages pre-internet, pre-World Wide Web. So, of course, he was a voracious reader of the text on the page. 
What do you do for relaxation? You said you study karate. <laughs> if you can relax doing this, I don't know. No, I I, uh, I, I read a lot and uh... and carried this library around with him whenever there was a gig to be given. Mr. Geller goes on and explains that Mr. Presley's life was vast inwardly because he was conflicted early in life being the surviving twin of his brother Jesse Guerin and the guilt that he harbored for years. And that there was some type of a psychic connection, perhaps, that Gladys, his mother, would uh, kind of try to ease his soul. That he's going to have to somehow take up the slack for his brother and move on. They say when one, one twin dies, well, then the other one grows up with all the strength and, and good sense for both. Mr. Geller brings out a very interesting philosophical side of this massive material persona uh, that is very interesting and you have to wonder, is this how he was able to cope with all of the wonder and amazement thrown his direction from all over? Larry Geller upon the first introductory discussion of this topic he said no go on go on man keep talking keep talking when uh, Geller was sheepishly answering the question oh, what are you into Larry what are you into and he reluctantly said well I've been on a search truth. I want to find out what this is all about. Where did we come from? Where are we going? Why are we here? And that's all it took because this is exactly what Elvis was doing himself when Geller entered his life. And so many different things occurred between their interactions and the years that they knew each other. There's a quote in the book from Anonymous that says real spirituality has to apply to real life and it never promises a rose garden. When you divulge the secrets of the universe held within inside of you to a generally unawoken and unaware public it is a risk, and there are thorns to deal with. But sometimes those thorns might snag the clothing or garment of a passerby in bringing attention to the inward beauty of the rose. Maybe even piercing the flesh, scraping enough to get a drop of blood and then passers-by wonders why would such a beautiful thing have such a sharp 
cutting blade. And that's what life really is. When you think about it, the inward life unseen by most. That's the beauty within. And then as one tries to share those sacred truths that most can't understand. The thorn appears. To quote from the book, Elvis says, Larry, I've always been misunderstood my whole life. My career first took all day. They didn't know what to make of me. Hollywood still hasn't figured me out. This is 1964. And there's a lot of people who still don't have a clue what I'm really at now. There's more to me than I got up there on the stage. You know, Elvis, the image. Well, that's where you come in. I wouldn't ask anyone but you. It's our special mission together. I know my story's been told before in a lot of different ways, but working together, let's, let's write a true book about my life, everything. And my fans and everyone needs to know is that I'm a spiritual person. I'll spare you the pitiful attempt to impersonate Elvis as he goes on and grabs Larry metaphorically by the shoulders and shakes him and says that people must really know about this inward side of me as I go on. And it's interesting to think about how his life finally waned in the mid-August of 1977 when his right-hand man Charlie Hodge explains in a book that he wrote later after Vernon had passed on that the reason for all of these pain-killing drugs that he had to take is because Elvis had a secret within that very few people even knew even more secretive than his like for the esoteric because this great performer kept the show going on even though he was riddled with bone cancer and all the associated pain that goes with it. I was shocked to find out that this story is not really told that much in the public purview. Painful as it was, and the drugs that he needed just to survive day on. Way worse in fibromyalgia. All the bones of his body just piercing him like those thorns. As he goes deeper to see the beauty of the rose and to give of himself and his resources to those around him. As the southern tradition is to share the light within. Just a small morsel may be on your plate. Cutting it in half and sharing it with a stranger. And that's exactly what he did. This is Art Stemmel talking about the king of rock and roll made by the creator of all and all. Are you part of that family of creation? Have you 
realized that you are. It's good to be back doing these podcasts. Try to get another one out soon. Thanks for tuning in. Have a hunk of a hunk of a wonderful day. Click Here Podcast, brought to you by New Airwaves Audio Productions. Mm-hmm.